Microphone check one, two, one, two. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Sharing the Knowledge Podcast. For DJs, I'm your host, DJ TLM. I'm recording this on January 1st, 2022. So it is officially the new year. I started a new format with the podcast a couple of episodes ago where I'm just discussing a single topic per episode. So I'm not doing the normal Q&A where I'm answering questions. If you want to partake in one of my live sessions, share the knowledge live. You can do that every Wednesday and you can join me on YouTube, Twitch, Mixcloud, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter every Wednesday share the knowledge live. I do the Q&A there. You can ask me questions. We can interact and have a good time there. The podcast is now one topic per episode. This one is going to be a little bit different. It is DJ related because I'll be talking about myself, but I'm just taking a look back at 2021. And maybe if we have time, just take a look forward at this year, 2022. If you're watching this on YouTube, or if you're listening on a podcast platform that allows you to comment, I would love to hear your personal experience when it comes to 2021. Because one thing I've noticed is that the DJ experience has been different all over the globe. Every country has had its own ups and downs, its own restrictions and liberations. And in some places, DJs have had a lot of work and other places DJs have had no work at all. So I'm just going to keep this very close to home, talk about my 2021. And right off the bat, I can say that for the entire 2021, I probably did 10 gigs. That is including all the shows with brain power. If we break it down, it's probably going to be like four or five shows with brain power, one TV gig and a five day DJ gig at a conference. That is my entire year. So. During the start of the year, somewhere in the beginning of 2021, I was able to finally do the last gigs of the Brainpower tour. We had a tour in 20, I think it was originally set for 2020, the beginning or the middle. That got postponed and we were able to do some gigs in September, October before everything went into a lockdown. I'm in Amsterdam, by the way, the Netherlands, and we're currently in a lockdown again third or fourth lockdown at the end of 2020 we went into a lockdown we had done a couple of the gigs for the tour but the rest was postponed to 2021 now i've said this on the episode previous episode that during our gigs in 2020 we were dealing with a lot of restrictions and the venues were only allowed to have 30 people in at a time so we were doing a couple of shows they were going to be kind of cozy shows but they weren't supposed to be for 30 people. There were more tickets sold than that. So the only solution was to do multiple shows during one night at one venue. So we did, uh, during that time, we did multiple three gig nights. So instead of doing one show at the venue, you come in, you do the show for 30 people. After that, they have like a 30, 45 minute period to let the people out, clean the place, and then let a new 30 people in we would do the show again and then they would clean again and we would do the show again you're still getting paid for one show but of course it's not the venue's fault that you had to split it up and they're not making any money either so it was uh, exhausting to do those three shows in a row for multiple nights 
But at the end of the day, we were just so happy to be able to do a couple of shows and interact with those people. And the experience was a lovely experience. We got to do it up close and personal with the people. And for the people, it's a different experience too, because they had to sit, they weren't allowed to stand up, they weren't allowed to scream a lot. So it becomes a type of intimate show, which is a totally different experience compared to like crazy jumping festival shows, but it was dope. Now, 2021, there were a couple of shows left for that tour. The restrictions were not lifted, but they were a little bit better because most venues were allowed to let somewhere between 50 or 100 people in. So the shows that we did do were for a larger crowd and we didn't have to do three. I think we did one where we did two. The rest was just one, which was cool to do. Then we had, I think, another lockdown. Then I had one TV gig that actually could happen during a lockdown. So like I said, we've had multiple lockdowns. We had a couple of curfews where you couldn't go out at night. But this was a TV episode for a children's program. And their concept is that they have a music teacher who teaches music at several schools, like elementary schools. These are young children, four, five, six. And they take a class every time into a studio and then they do some music that they prepared with the music teacher and there's a topic and a genre. And for one of the episodes, they had hip hop, rap music, and they invited an MC, legendary MC out of the Netherlands called Michael X, salute Michael. And they also wanted a DJ and Michael suggested that they invite me. Uh, so again, salute Michael. So this was a cool experience. We just had to rehearse like one or two things. Well, at least the musicians had to and I was just doing some cuts over it. Now for me, that's the most basic thing ever. So it didn't take a lot of rehearsing, just needed to know, okay, where's my part to do the scratches? And during that recording, I did the scratches. And after that, I talked to the kids, showed them like some vinyl, showed them the turntable, and they got to just like do a little bit of scratching. So sharing the knowledge, super cool to do. And that is actually something that could happen during a lockdown because you could get like an exemption for studio work and stuff like that. That's it, except for one more gig that happened during the end of 2021, October or beginning November. And this was supposed to be a one day gig at a conference. I was gonna DJ there at a stand and I was there to just build atmosphere. So you're not playing in front of a dance floor. This is like a large conference, a lot of brands there. They all have their stands and this was how they wanted to add some atmosphere to their stand. Salute Hassan for having me, Hassan Diamonds. And during the first day, because it was supposed to be one day, during that first day, like in the middle of the day, they asked me like, hey, can you do all five days? Because they liked the vibe and they thought like, we can't just have this for one day. So we want to have you here all five days. Now, of course, with no gigs, this was like a blessing. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be dope. The thing that did really take some energy is the fact that I was doing like a six hour, seven hour gig. So now I was doing five, six hour sets in a row because it was five days in a row. So yeah, I felt that one. I felt that one for sure. I hadn't done those long sets for ages, but it was incredibly cool to do. It wasn't crazy taxing because it's not like you have the dance floor to focus on the entire time. But as a pro DJ, I can't just stand there and just hit play. So I'm still, while I'm playing a song, I'm thinking of the next song to play even though there's not a crowd for me, but I'm approaching it as a real gig. So it does become pretty intense when you're doing that for like six, seven hours. 
I also got to do that entire five day gig on the new XDJ RX3 by Pioneer. Love the RX2. The RX3 came out. I wanted to test it. I approached Pioneer. They sent me the RX3 to test. I got that in like a day before I had to do that conference. Uh, so I got to play over 30 hours on that machine straight away. I still have it here. I'm going to do a review, probably do a live stream with it in two days. But um, yeah, love that device. Love playing with that. Absolute joy. It's an improvement over the RX2. So if you've seen the RX2, it plays the same way, but it just has a bigger screen. Everything feels a little bit better. Yeah, love, love playing on that. But that's my 2021 as far as gigs, 10, 11 gigs in total. And just by seeing social media and seeing my colleagues post, I could tell that things are just different all over the globe. Some DJs were just posting how they were live streaming. Other DJs were posting gigs from time to time. And then other DJs were posting gigs like every single week. And it's just been different all over the world. So again, if you can't comment, please let me know how it was where you're at. Because I could tell, like, for instance, in certain countries in Asia, they were on top of it when the pandemic started. And I think they reopened like really soon. And I got to hear the stories from DJs like telling me, hey, clubs are open here every day. We're playing all the time compared to, for instance, here in the Netherlands, where we've had like three, four lockdowns when it wasn't a total lockdown. Most of the times it was still really restricted when it comes to like venues and events. So for us here, there's not been a lot of work at all. And that's just uh, that's just something we had to deal with here. I also know that in the U.S. it's pretty different. Like in certain states, it feels like they never closed down. They've always been open. So I've seen the DJs post that they're still doing their gigs. And in other places, it has been pretty restricted. What I do notice is... Um, like I said, so some DJs were doing a lot of live streaming and I remember talking about this on a podcast a year ago that like live streaming is still an incredible way to get yourself out there. Uh, some DJs have turned this into like their full time thing. I know multiple DJs who will stream at least five to seven days a week doing sets. They built a nice fan base. I see when I watch their live stream that their fan base is engaged, they're subscribed, they're tipping a lot. So I can see like, hey, this DJ is actually making money, not incredible amounts of money, but decent money right here during the stream. And if they're doing that five to seven days a week, you can have a nice monthly income, but it is a lot of work. I mean, streaming that often takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy, but I commend them because that is one way that some DJs were able to just turn this negative situation, for instance, here with no gigs into just taking it into their own hands to make their own gigs and it worked for them. I understand it's not going to work for everyone. If you don't have a fan base, you're going to take need to take the time to build that fan base. And that's not guaranteed for all of you. Some of you might stream like every day for the next five months and just not have a lot of people who are interested in what you do. That can be that's going to be different for every DJ. But the possibility is there. And that is a great thing. So I've been streaming a lot, too. For the last month in 2021, I did not stream. I spent the last month of the year actually working on other things, personal things, the studio. I've done a ton of rebuilding in the studio 
and also just a ton of organizing in the studio that could be on the computer organizing folders not just music folders but also like crazy amounts of photo folders folders with like photos of my kids and other stuff that were all in separate folders sorting that stuff out to me that is also a way of getting my life more in order by having everything just sorted more but definitely working on the studio changed some things that should improve my workflow yeah this is the year to find out if everything is working the way i want it to work i'll probably be adjusting things along the way i actually said in the beginning i was going to also take a look forward and right now i'm deciding that i'm actually not really going to do that because if there's one thing that i've learned is that you don't want to say too much about what you're going to do you should just do it this is a mistake that i've made on my youtube channel in the past where i would tell you in advance like hey this is what i have planned and then if things don't turn out that way you're letting the viewer down and you built an expectation and now you're not living up to it. So I'm actually not gonna do that. I'm not gonna talk about what I have planned for this year. All I can say is just follow me, watch the channel and you'll find out, you'll see. But what I do think is important is even though we are now in a new year, it doesn't mean that the situation has changed. And especially when it comes to this whole pandemic thing. I mean, I think in the long run, this is something we're going to have to live with and they'll figure out a way to make it so that we can actually return to normal life with now just an added thing in it. And if that if that means that there's going to be a yearly shot or, or other solutions, we'll find that out. But it's not going to continue to be like opening up and shutting it down, opening up and shutting it down. But for the foreseeable future, things are not going to be totally normal. So you shouldn't be counting on that. That's one thing that I know I am not counting on my DJ career to be there for me. I'm going to do streaming every week, every Monday crates. That's going to be my chance to just have my fun at the same time, hopefully build more of a fan base, but just have my fun play my music, uh, stay a little bit sharp, but I'm not expecting a lot to happen on the DJ front when it comes to bookings and stuff like that, just because we have no vision here, at least how things are going to go. So my focus will be mainly on the other sources of income and just the work that I actually can control. I can control my content creation. No lockdowns can hold me back from recording a podcast like I'm doing now. No lockdowns can hold you back from streaming. And that could be a live stream of music. That could be the share the knowledge live stream doing Q&A. Lockdowns aren't going to hold me back from just making videos that I can post on YouTube. So there are certain things I can't control. The DJing thing I can't control. I can't control what will happen. We've had multiple like openings. And then some bookings would come in and all of them have been canceled every time again. That could happen again. So I'm not waiting for that. I'm not going to um, see that as a savior. If it happens, cool. I would love to do some live gigs again. It would be great if by the time we reach the summer, I can play at festivals. But maybe I won't. I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. So I'm going to focus on the things that I do know and the things I can control. So that's basically the only thing I can say about 2022. And I want you to take that into consideration as well. If you're still left with a lot of free time, free time, just time that you would want to fill with gigs, but you don't have them, use that time wisely, spend it wisely, 
learn new skills. If you haven't been into streaming, learn more about streaming so you can learn how to do it, what it takes. Maybe learn some editing skills if you want to do some more with content or just explore new music. Even though you don't have gigs now, you can start to explore more music. There's a ton of things you can do and should do with that time. Don't waste the time by sitting around complaining about how you don't have gigs. That's the one thing you shouldn't be doing. Now, one of the things I've also done a little bit more during 2021 is make music. And I've done that in little production periods where I was more active with making beats and I've been exploring more plugins and more sounds and I definitely definitely want to spend more time on that I will be spending more time on that but I've had some fun things happen with that a lot of new production work for brain power as well a couple of the new tracks that are out and available now I'll link those uh, in this description as well and we're working on some more songs already he has the beats and Hopefully we'll be recording that soon. So that is something that I've done a little bit more of in 2021 and we'll definitely continue in uh, in 2022. I mean, I just love making music. I have a ton of fun doing it. It is something that I, I can be triggered by a ton of different things. And it, sometimes it's music, sometimes it's just something totally different, but it can trigger me to want to just create something. And luckily with the tech now, like half of the beats I make start out on my phone or iPad and then I finished them on the computer with machine here. But I have iMachine on my phone and on my iPad. And I think at, le at least one or two of the productions I did for Brainpower last year were beats that actually started on, were started on my phone. I mean, that's where we're at right now, where you can actually make stuff on a phone that is dope. And quality wise is dope too. If you haven't heard about iMachine, it is just a mobile version of Machine by Native Instruments. That's the, the production software I use most of the times. And when you're using it on your phone, you can export that entire project. So it's not like you're making something on your phone and then you have an MP3. No, I can export it, open it on my computer, and then I just have all the separate tracks, all the separate sounds, just so you can still rearrange, change sounds, and mix everything to your liking. So you had a lot of fun doing that and just working with a lot of software and learning new things about software. So I think in 2021, I've also watched a ton of YouTube videos about different software, about just learning a little bit more about mixing, not DJ mixing, but audio engineer style mixing, mixing music because I want to learn more about it because I want to make more music, but I also want to be able to enhance the way it sounds, make it sound better. And in order to do that, you have to learn more about mixing music. So yeah, that's, that's, that's basically been my 2021. Of course, there's personal stuff as well, but I'll leave that as personal. So this is all about DJing and my, my, my DJ slash producer side of the story. So not much more to tell. Unfortunately, I wish I would have more stories about gigs. Uh, that's not the case, but I'm looking forward to this new year. That's one thing I can't say. I do feel, I do somehow feel a little bit recharged and that has come partially from also reaching like a little bit of a low point, which has now inspired me to work my way back up. And that is also when it comes to content creation and my YouTube channel and my other social outlets. I feel rejuvenated and I don't want to use motivation as the word motivated because motivation is, is overrated, but um, I'm inspired. 
All right, so that's it for this episode of the podcast, episode 90 of the Share the Knowledge podcast. Like I said in the beginning, this was a little bit of a different episode because this was not our normal DJ episode. But then again, I use the podcast however I feel like using my podcast, and it can be anything. I'll be back next week with episode 91, and that will be a quote-unquote normal episode where I'm getting into some more DJ stuff, and I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, so you're going to have to tune in. Now, if you want to check my educational content video content make sure you check me out on youtube dj tlm tv or just go to mana m-a-n-a dot live slash dj tlm for my social links and more stuff if you're watching this on youtube and you're not subscribed to my channel make sure you hit that subscribe and activate notifications so you'll hear all about the new stuff when it's being posted I want to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of the support. So hopefully I'll see you again next week. Until then, I'm going back to work. I got a lot of stuff to do. Stay tuned. Peace.